Okay, good evening everybody. It is Elul. Elul, as, and it's, it's not just Elul, we're at Yud Aleph Elul. That means in 19 days from tonight, we're going to be davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything. And the essence of Elul is preparation, it's preparation, improvement, tshuva, we're blowing the shofar every morning, we're saying L'dav Hashem Ori, morning and night, night and morning. But, but I, I, I've said this before, and for myself, one of uh, the, the most awesome thoughts that I always have, just mentioning right before we went on recording here, that I myself was in a, uh, I, not, without exaggeration, I was hit directly at a person speeding, sort of out of license, out of insurance, for the record. Uh, and Baruch Hashem, I, I, I physically was really unscathed, tremendous rachamim and shemaim. I mean, my car took a pretty bad hit. And, you know, you think to yourself that it's, it was a reminder to myself that really nothing is guaranteed in this world. Literally nothing. Not, not our health, not our wealth, not our, not our um, family, not the world. I, I remember two years ago, I spoke in two venues in Chicago, and the, the year before, I'd been in Chicago, in San Jose, talking about what could be. Then two, two years ago, when I was here already, I'm in Chicago talking in COVID. Both of those lectures, both of those pre-Rosh Hashanah speeches were on Zoom. And, and everyone understood that nothing is guaranteed. Literally everybody two years ago during COVID and within a year, the entire world had changed. It was before the vaccines, and the economy of the world had changed. The nature of the world had changed. People loved people. People knew had passed away, and it was clear to people that that COVID, which wasn't even in anyone's vocabulary, had changed all. Well, today, uh, much of COVID is for uh, Hashem largely not a problem for most. You know, for some it's still a reality, but for most people, they're vaccinated. They're, they're not in danger. They don't feel that that danger for themselves. But the lesson, and really, Rosh Hashanah reminds us, is nothing's guaranteed. And most profoundly, the the most important thing, which is not guaranteed, is our ruchnius, our spirituality. That what will be with us will be with our family, will be with our posterity, and you know. We need to remind ourselves as we come into Shalom Kippur, as we hear the shofar, if we're going to the core case of our life, literally our life, no pun intended, physically and spiritually, one meeting, one moment of our life could change everything. Actually, I, I mentioned also before this recording, I'm just coming back from Hespeid of, of, on the Shloshim, 30 days since one of the pillars of the Chicago community, it was Jack Rachenbach, Yako Rachenbach, he passed away, and it was noted. And he grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, which is not a typical, not that most leaders of American Torah Jewry do not come from Omaha or Nebraska. And there's a couple of sequence of events that ended up in learning Yeshiva. He was actually a very wealthy person, a very charitable person. But more than, that, more than that, he was a person who gave his life and soul to the Torah community in Chicago. He was the head of Torah Masurah in America, the lay head. He was a businessman, but he gave untold amount of his time and energy to Torah Masurah, which is the, the, the 
umbrella organization for all Jewish schools. And he was very involved in the international Torah world as well. All of that happened because of a few, you can say, chance meetings in his life. Now he has children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren who are Torah uh, Jews, and he's impacted hundreds of thousands of Jews collectively. But it was one or two little pivots here or there, and we're coming into Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the little things in our life have tremendous ramifications spiritually. It could be a moment for us to be better people and change all of our future or not. And, and therefore, I want to just skip to the end of the Sefer. There are really two major things that we have to be totally focused on. It's Yudalf. We have about one month until Yom Kippur, 19 days until 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 Rosh Hashanah. The, 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 obviously, most people, when you think about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, you think about Tshuva. And it could be that we'll get to that. But the other thing that we have to appreciate and be working on and be overarching on our head is Tefillah. So the last, number 30, the, third, the 30th chapter of Chaim Kanyevsky's work is on Tefillah, and we're going to pick up there. We sit on the holiest day on Yom Kippur and Daven all day. Our Rosh Hashanah davening is longer. We're going to start adding slichas in a few days from today, about uh, 12, 13 days from today, we'll be adding on slichas, extra prayers, every morning uh, onto, onto it. And tefillah is really a large part of our service. And the truth is, tefillah is part of our lives and our success every day of our life. To the extent we will be successfully in this world, it's going to be a large part of prayer. So we're going to pick up Reb Chaim Kanyevsky on tefillah and prayer. In a gadol milas tefillah, the Chazal, our sages, spoke at length about the greatness, the importance of tefillah of prayer. Amru Chazal, our sages, tell us in the Medrash in Tanchuma, she'en lecha gudayla min tefillah. There is nothing, nothing as great as prayer as tefillah. Gemara and the Gemara, the Talmud says in Brachas, Lamed Beis of Beis, Gedolatzfila, prayer is a is more uh, is more auspicious, more important than even Maisim Tovim, even good deeds. She'en Gadol, there is no one as great in having great in good deeds. Yosef Moshe Rabbeinu, we are the Moshe, we are the Moses. Alpha Piken. But even so, Moshe Rabbeinu, when was he answered? What was the merit that he was answered? It was Elabit Tfila, it was because he prayed. Harisha Afila, that means even Moshe Rabbeinu, Chotzrich Tfila, even Moshe needed to have Tfila, which means a person could get something, could have something, if they pray, if they take the opportunity to pray. The Amru, and uh, and our sages tell us, also there in Brachas, G'dayla Tefillah, Tefillah is even more great than any sacrifice in the Temple. One verse in the Karbanas, Uva Megillah, and in the Megillah, Talmud says in Megillah, Sefirli Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yochanan, of course, was the Gadol Hador. He was on the, he lived uh, in the, in the, in the third, in the third century of the Common Era. He was the head of the Sanhedrin, and, and, and he was the author of the editor of the Jerusalem Talmud, and he lived in Tzvariah. This great Rabbi Yochanan, oh, I believe, collectively, between the Talmud, Yushami, and Bavli, is the, the Babylonian and 
Jerusalem Talmud is the most quoted person in Shas, in Kol Torah Kula, in Shas. Rabbi uh, and I thought as follows. Tefillah, prayer is even greater than Torah. Rabbi Yochanan was the greatest Torah scholar said, Tefillah is even greater than Torah. Or maybe Ryan, he brings a proof from Elisha. Elisha was the great prophet, miracle worker, the, the greatest disciple of Elijah, of Eliyahu. Elisha's miracles were a product of his prayer. Ayin Sham. See, see over there, uh, the Gemara Megillah, where Rehachan says this. The Kasua Paiski Meshem Harokech, the Rokech was one of the, 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 the righteous people, the Hasidi Ashkenaz, one of the great Gedalim of Germany in the 12th century. Um, he was a Paisek, he was a Makubal, he was from the Kloinimus family, where, who were known for being involved in, in, in creating the liturgy that which we have. So the, the, and this Rokech is quoted by the Chavetz Chaim and Mishnah Berurah. Shemavato tefillah b'shul Torah. If you don't daven because you're learning, you skip. You're, you skip. Uh, you're, you're davening for learning. I feel alone in my cherem kol hayom. Even if you're studying, teaching others, or you're involved in learning with others, ki ilu lalamet klum. You've lost your Torah. It means if you ha- if you did not daven, you've lost your Torah. Vi amru. And, and, and the, he's quoting a lot of Chazal just to understand why it's important. You know, I, I, I said this, actually, I'm going to just scatter a couple of stories as we're going along. Maybe so I'll remind some people who were at my trushes over the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. But one of the things I mentioned uh, was the famous story that he, the very Weiss, that Tuvia Weiss, I'm blanking on his name, it's, it's, it's a no name. Rabbi Tuvia Weiss, who passed away recently, was the head of the Eidah community in Yerushalayim. He as a boy, left his family and was from Czechoslovakia and was one of the boys who ended up going on a kindertransport, on a child's transport to England. In other words, um, several thousand children from Austria, from Germany, and from Czechoslovakia in 1938 and 1939 ended up up being saved. Children taken to England. There were a few famous sponsors. I'm not going to go into all those stories right now. But Ray Weiss said this story, and actually the, 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 the person who did it himself said this on BBC a few years ago. Ray Weiss said it uh, earlier as well. The following story, they were orphans, and they were all together, and there was one boy who was constantly crying. He was crying. He had missed his parents. They were all 11, 12, 13-year-old boys. Actually, Ray Weiss, um, his parents sent him to Philly in 1930. No, actually, late 1939 or 1940, from Czechoslovakia, because he was turning in Bar Mitzvah, and by the time he got to Tefillin, his parents were already murdered. They had sent the Tefillin to England, and his parents were murdered. And this is Tovi Weiss, who became one of the great Torah scholars, one of the greatest G'daylim of the Jewish people, said the following story. This boy was crying, and uh, one day, they were all online, because through their town was coming King George, the sixth. And King George the Sixth, of course, was the king of England. And it was already in 1939, uh, in the beginning of, 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 of when the war was already starting. And he was passing through the town. All of the town and all these orphans got up. They were living in Gaisha houses spread out around, uh, around uh, England, and some town in northern England, north of London. 
And the kids all go out to greet and to wave at King George VI. And this boy, who was crying daily, jumps over the barricade and runs, runs, makes a, a bullet shot to King George VI. And they stop him, of course. He had, he had security. But King George VI saw this. He saw this. And he waved that the boy should come to him. And the boy comes to him and he's crying. He says, what, how could I help you? How could I help you? And the boy is crying and he says to the king, my parents, my parents are in Czechoslovakia. Could you get them out? And King George says, you know, there's a war starting. There's nothing I can do. And the boy cries to King George and he says to him, but you're the king. How can you not get my parents? He's crying to the king. You're the king. And the king said, tell me their name and where they live and I'll see what I can do. One month later in that orphanage where Tuvia Weiss and this boy was, there's a knock and this boy's parents came. And Tuvia Weiss said many times afterwards, in Rosh Hashanah, Elo Rosh Hashanah, it's HaMelech Basada. The king, Hashem is out in the field. Hashem is out with us. That's the Lashon of the Balatanya, of the first Lubavitch Rebbe. HaMelech Basada, during Rosh Hashanah, the king is out. Other times, this little boy could never run to King George. And other times, it would be a lot more challenging for you and I to run to Hashem. But it's, this is the time where HaMelech is Basada with everything on the line. We have to do one thing. You got to ask. And he said, the difference between that boy and all those other orphans is that boy's parents were saved because he asked. And if we don't daven on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we may lose out because we didn't ask. If we don't take tefillah serious when Hashem is here, we may lose out on opportunities on the future that could and should be. Or we may lose the opportunity to block something that should be blocked for us and for our family, for the Jewish people. V'amru. Can you imagine the following thing? The, the Medrash Rav says, Lo yatsu Yisrael mevitzrayim ela al tefillah. Do you know what the schos, the merit, why all of the Jewish people, why all of our ancestors left Egypt? It was only because of their prayers. That was the merit. V'amru, the Medrash Rav says, V'yikru b'durasenu. In our door, in our generation, the Medrash was saying this 1700 years ago. We, lanu, we have no king. No prophet. Loi kai, we have no kong gadol. Loi urmatumen, we have no urmatumen to answer questions. Elatfila bovad. Our salvation, our Yeshua's, our redemption comes from prayer. Viamru, and the, the marriage Tanakhuma says in Vayera, have a zahirin Be careful about your prayer. Shemida acheres yafa hamenu. There is nothing more valuable than tfila, than prayer. The Gdoilam we call Karbanas and the Madrash stresses it's more profound than uh, uh, more important than any sacrifices. Vafilu and even Ain Adam Kedai Laanas Bitfilaso Velasis Chesed Imo and even really the person um, is not really worthy for his prayers to be answered with, with kindness. Kaven Shemispal because you say Hashem, you're the king, please help me. A person prays with earnest supplication, with tachnunim, with, 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 with supplications. Ani oise chesed imo. I'll do chesed. Ani oise chesed imo. 
V'amru yofa achas There's one shah achas betfila yoyser ma'isin tovim. There's actually now I'll just tell you my buddy, my grandmother, who, who passed away way way passed way past the hundred, um, and her life was a nace, a miracle. She was a total survivor of the Holocaust. All of the crazy type stories. Polish Jew, six years lost her husband. Actually, had my half aunt born in 1942 in Poland and got her back. I mean, like crazy stories. Miraculously living amongst the Nazis at one point. You know, traveling, going from house to house. And she, you know, she she would always say like, "Why me? Why was she? How did she survive?" And I think I, I I've mentioned she at one point she worked in a kitchen. With Nazis in a Polish, in a Polish soup kitchen with the Syrian Nazis, and her biggest nightmare, which she was sleeping with them, living as a gentile, pretending, was that she would speak Yiddish in her Yiddish. She was she grew up totally Hasidish. That she'd speak Yiddish in her in her in her dreams or nightmares. So she would say, like, "What was her merit? What was her schus?" So she was very she she helped support her parents and parents, and very well could be. That her kibbutz ha'em was the merit that gave her life uh, miraculously. You can you can write a book on the miracles. Anyone who survived in Poland for six years had, had countless miracles. But I I also told I always joke around with it because her her she like my name her, I'm named after her father Menachem Mendel Chaim Menachem Mendel who was a Israel's Katzker Chassid and her and her brothers learned by the Sakachal which is also very Chassidish and she as a kid was always from her whole life. But she was more like the modern, rebellious type kid. Like, and I always, she said her father used to always dive in for her. So I said, Bubby, there's no question. You got the most tefillahs, more tefillahs than all of your siblings. Yeah, your father was always praying for his Minka, for his, my, my, Bobby was Miriam, Minka was the Polish way, for his Miriam. So he had so many of your, my, my, the, her father would learn half a day, worked half a day, was a very, very pious holy Jew. Halegiyah, the holy Jew. So I imagine you got all these feelings for your whole teenage years. Your father's davening, he should be, she should be well, Hashem should watch over her. So in Taka, all those prayers went somewhere. Yeah, every, you know, you understand? Person prays. Person davens. That, that, those prayers, that we don't, we, we, you know, we have to believe in ourselves. Ani li, I am to my, Elul is I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. So I, I, Rabbi Zil Tauber says an amazing thing. He says that part of the Ani Ladoidi is not just to believe that Hashem can answer our prayers. It's to believe in ourselves that we, if we're worthy, that we, Hashem looks at us and waits for our prayers, each one of us, everyone who will ever hear this call. Hashem waits for our prayers and don't sell ourselves short. If the Amushkulat Vilo, the Tikune Zayar says, now, wherever this means, it means that tefillah has a value at some level compared to all other mitzvahs. The Amru, the measure Seichatov, Seichatov is the measure that uh, uh, is Tehillim, it's the measure on Tehillim. The measure Seichatov, listen to a measure. A person you can't depend. Your money may or may not be helpful. Certainly, money could be a gift, but there's times when money well, can't be helpful. And sometimes our wisdom works, and sometimes we just don't have the answers. And not this person's strength. Sometimes we're in a, a, a strength alone does not get you out. 
what stands by a person at all time to redeem them and to give them what they need. Prayer, tefillah, can change the world, can change ourselves, can change our situation. V'amru, and the Meresh Tanchuma says, even though the Beis HaMikdash, even though the, the Temple is destroyed, what's left in us, what is our power to be here, to change the world, to change ourselves, is tefillah, is prayer, bilvad. And as far as the power of prayer, that's the importance, the grayness of prayer. What's the power? What's the koychel shel tefillah? What's the power of tefillah? Kvar Amru Chazal, our sages told us, "Ein Hakadosh Baruch Hu poisel tefillah kol bria." Hakadosh Baruch Hu does not reject anyone's prayer. That means when you come crying like that little boy did to Hashem, when a person comes and daven, there's nobody who can be rejected. Certainly, that's a, that's a, that's even a, a bomb. Some people who are listening to Torah shears have a lot of merits, no question. Certainly us. The Amru, the Mechilta, another measure says, Lo yoimar, because here's the problem. We don't believe in our prayer. So we think that the Chavetz Chaim Davins, the Chaim Kenevsky Davins, this great Rebbe Davins, then, but what about, who, who am I to Davin? I'm not so holy, I'm not so great. Not so much come on. So it says the Medrash Tanchum, a person should not say, I'm not the one davening for the base of Migdash, for the Jewish people. Talmud Loimar Shama Hakash Baruch who says, I shall surely hear the cry. If we cry out, we're heard. Person wants to be knowledgeable in Torah. Person wants to have a good cup, a good head for for wisdom. So what what's the Talmud's prescription for this? So I, you obviously have to learn. <laughs> I, I, I I was once by Rabbi Arnold Steinman, who is the greatest Torah scholar, passed away about uh, several years ago. And I asked, I was I was coming to him for a bracha for a certain matter, and right before me, uh, Yeshiva Bachar said, "Can you have a bracha to be a Torah scholar, a Torah Talmud Chacham?" Rabbi Leib is at Sal with Gimel Bracha from the Gadol Hador, but then he said to him, "Now you're to learn. I got to study Torah. Otherwise, it's a Bracha Levatol. It's a Bracha in vain. <laughs> you got to study. So obviously, you need to, if you want to become wise in Torah, you got to study. But that's not enough. So what does the Talmud say? Say, Mayasa Adam Yechem. What should you do and become to become wise? Yivakish Rachamim. Mimisha Chachma. So ask, ask Hashem. All wisdom is Hashem. We know that the only Bracha in Shemona Esrei." Where we say, Ata, you, Ata, you got to give wisdom. Not just because by wisdom, a person goes to a good yeshiva or a good school, they have a good education, think, look what I've accomplished, look, look how it's funny. No, no, no. All, all wisdom comes from Hashem. So, Daven to Hashem. The Amru Gabileya, the Medish Rabbah, an unbelievable, you talk about changing all of your own life, all of world history. Leia. Namru Gabe Leia, Leia Imenu, Leia, our mother. Uh, I know she's my mom. I'm, I'm a Levite. I'm a Levite. So she's my mama. <laughs> so I'm, we're all, we're all, all of us come from Leia. There's no, there's no one who doesn't come from Leia because all of Klai is still. Um, but I know for me, I'm for sure from, from Leia. Benach, 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 Benach to Leia because I'm a, I'm a Levite. I'm a Levite. Um, but my Yasser, Adam, Leia, Leia, Kashi, Yatzvila, Shabbat, Sagazero. Right? Look at Leia. She, she, she's destined to marry Esau. Do you understand what her destiny is? 
to marry an Esav, that is where the, the boat is headed. And it's going at full speed. And apparently, if you'd be, you be a betting man, 999,999,000 to, to one, she's marrying Esav. And she changes that reality. Not only that, now she's not at Mary Isa, but she marries Yaakov. She She marries Yaakov before Rachel does. In other words, she, because of her crying and her tefillah, she goes first. That's the power of tefillah. V'yamru, the Medrash says, Do you really want to know of, uh, of what, of, of the power of tefillah? I don't think sometimes your whole prayers are answered. Sometimes you see the prayers go generations later. Or in fact, there's, there's no, every tefillah hits, has a ration. Listen to an amazing, amazing medrash. This is actually, it's Tamu Shami. Amru Gabi Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana was one of the Gedele Hador, one of the great sages of Amarayim, of um, the third, fourth century of Amarayim. Sheherach B'tfilah. He would daven long, very long. He daven daily for a long time. Why? Mishum Shami Beis Eli. Because he was from the house of Eli. Now for those who remember Shmuel Aleph, Iksiv, Imishaper, Ovan Beis Eli, Bezevach, Umincha. Right? Eli's descendants were supposed to live short lives, and many of them did live short lives. Because of the sons of, of the house of Eli, Eli himself was very righteous, but his sons were not. And there, Shmuel Aleph, the, the Navi, Shmuel himself, tells his own Rebbe, Eli, that your children are going to die, and your, their descendants will live short lives. Uh, and therefore, all of the descendants of Eli, the Gemara says very often that great people that died young, because they're from the house of Eli HaKayin. But Rav Kahana, <laughs> listen to this, the Yushalmi says Rav Kahana would daven everything. Now remember this, Shmuel Hanavi, Samuel, Shmuel is compared to Moshe and Aaron. He is from the greatest Naviim of the world ever seen. He says that anyone from the house of Eli is going to live a short life. Not only that, you can't be atoned from Zevach or Mincha. Zevach is an animal sacrifice, Mincha is a flower sacrifice. But Rav Kahana learned I can't offer a korban. I can maybe I can be a prayer. I can be a through prayer. The and indeed he was merited over Zeb because of his tefillahs, even though it's in the house of Eli. And by the way, the Gemara says that Abai and Rava were also from the house of Eli. One of forty years, one of sixty years, because they did Chesed. But Rav Kahana lived a very long life, very long life. Arichas Yamu Mufulagis. I and Sham, before the called Tikkun Ha'alamas. And the truth is, if Rabbi Khan brings in brackets over here, um, that are Sfarim HaKadoshim, or uh, elucidate, the called Tikkun Ha'alamas. Now, this, by the way, he says Sfarim HaKadoshim, this is bread and butter from Kabbalah. Bread and butter from the Zayar and Tikkuni Zayar. Down, all the Kabbalistic works stress this. Um, that the Tikkun Olamus, the construction, the perfection of the world, Ubinanam, Hurak Ayyadei Tfilah. And by the way, of course, Torah is the highest level. 
And Torah is the greatest connection to Hashem, and Torah certainly is the purpose of all. And Rabbi Chaim was the quintessential Gadol B'Tayra, a person who lived and breathed Torah. But when he's saying, when he quotes the, the, the Kabbalistic works, the Sifre Kabbalah, Svarm HaKadosh, as he calls it, what he's telling you is, is that tefillah can change a person's whole destiny. And there is no kates for matan svarim. It's remembering a story about the Kayach HaTfilah. There's a certain Rosh Hashiva that an Eretz who came from a very Chiloini family, very, very secular. By the way, there's levels today, Baruch Hashem, in Eretz Yisrael. Still a lot of problems, still a lot needs to be worked out. We're not about Thomas and Mashiach. A lot of Kiruv needs to happen. But it's not most of it, even though there are those who hate Torah, and we have to stand up against them, most Jews don't know better. But once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, there were Chilayinim who had literally grew up in some religious or some religious houses and rebelled against Torah. And they would have Yom Kippur balls and Chametz on Pesach. There were Kibbutzim that had Chametz parties on Pesach. Lahaches, mamish, terrible things were going on. Terrible. It was a total, just like a lot of them were communists also. We know that just like in Russia, they rebelled against the Torah. So too, the, some of the early, some, not all, the early Zionists were rabidly anti-religious. And very often the Chiloinim were Ashkenazi primarily, uh, were far from Torah. This Rosh Hashiva comes to a prominent house. Happens to be his, his mother did one thing. She lit candles Friday night. That's the only mitzvah, so to speak, she did she kept that. Now, kosher, no Shabbos, who knows what else she didn't do. But she lit candles Friday night. And her hero was David Ben-Gurion, David Ben-Gurion, the founder, first president, prime minister of the state of Israel. And in 1953 or two, whatever it was, I'm like right now, Ben-Gurion met the Chazanish, and Ben-Gurion gave the Chazanish all of this, and at some level gave the Chazanish what he wanted about the Haredim. When this lady saw that Ben-Gurion, even though he didn't agree with the Chazanish, gave the Chazanish all this whatever, she, every Friday night she started to pray for her son, he should be like the Chazanish. <laughs> this lady who had no idea what the Chazanish was, never heard, you know, no, no idea, no clue. She's, she didn't keep calling her. She's every Friday night davening by her candles. That's the one thing. She, My son should be like the Chazanish, who's the greatest scholar in Israel, Greatest time of a gobble hot door in Israel. And in Israel, it's only when the state was founded. Oh, the Chazanish, she said, that but her son became a great Shiva. Because she davened, she davened every Friday night. And she was Masakin. This kid would meet somebody. Vain Kate Slamat and Scharo. And the truth is, there's no end to the reward because whatever we pray, if you come, we come tomorrow morning and we say Pesukhi de Zimra and Shimon Esrev, leave ourselves for a second. We will be. When we get to after 120 plus years, Hashem is going to give us reward for fixing the world. We live in a world of sickness. I, I couldn't believe it. I, 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 where, did I, where was I? Oh, I had to take a taxi. That's what it was. I had to take a taxi. I came back from I had a bar mitzvah and I came back on a flight. And I'm in a taxi today. You can't escape. These taxis have televisions. Like Mama's in front of me. That's... So writing this thing, it's showing uh, the the it's not it's not real television. They don't show you shows. It's commercials, but they're having commercials for television shows. 
So it was for this tum of the of us a tum this disgusting channel must be MSNBC. I don't think it was, it wasn't in my, when I wasn't in my and when I knew. So they had two shows they highlighted. One was a multiracial show, racial show, which is whatever I don't care, but they did it on purpose. Of called Love Island. I, I don't know if it's a, I don't I, I, this is I just saw in this text. This is two weeks ago. Love Island and all of, they're describing the all of their what they. The boys and girls are going to do. I don't know, any kid can walk in a taxi and see this. Then, it got even worse. They had another show where they have a Kassam story and it's called They, Them. Pronouns. You know, we're mostly with the Bay Area. They, Them. About people who are They, Them. Like, Mishugoyim. They, Them. That was, and, and normalizing They, Them. That's the world that you and I live in today. And by the way, you could be, I, if someone, the wrong person listens to this, I can be called who knows what. Uh, you know, they'll be attacked. The, 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 the tumor that's in the world, the confusion, the destruction, the spiritual destruction, today in the world that we live in, that the complete Bilbo HaMoyach, the complete destruction of people's minds, no morality, no busha, no shame. And the average person is just confused and they're, they're sold they're sold a life and a lifestyle of sheker v'chazav, of false falseness, and, and, and everything around is, is there's no belief in God. Enjoy and live autonomy, do what you want. And, and you, you and I, we sit tomorrow morning. We say pesukah the zimur. We say, Hashem, there's a kaddish baruch. There's Hashem in the world, and thank you, Hashem, for we're, for giving me life. And thank you, Hashem, for the grass and the trees and the stars and the sun. And you, Hashem, the world is your and the purpose. Do you know what the, 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 the correction that you and I do for this world? And it, and, and it could even be that some Balchuva in Kansas or in uh, Santa Cruz or somewhere else is saved from the, and ends up in Or Sameach or Eshatayra because of that Kedusha that your Tefillah or my Tefillah does. Because when we dive in forgetting for our own personal needs, we're fixing the world. And to quote the Zayar of Chaim's quoting, the Ain Kates, the Matan because when you daven, you're refining and perfecting what you're bringing a Kaddish Baruch into the world. You're pronouncing all of Tfilah, all of prayer is bringing Hashem to the world by the Rosh Hashanah. One of the great focuses of Rosh Hashanah is Melech. That we sit there, we say Hashem is our Av, and we daven like Hashem is our Father, but the, the greatest motif, Ashkafa, Hashem knows Hashem is Melech, and we sit there and we're Mamlech. We say Hashem, your king. Now, yeah, we're going to run over like that little boy to, to King George Lahavda and say, Hashem, please help me. We, we better do that. <laughs> if we don't daven for ourselves, no one's going to daven for us. We better cry out to Hashem. But more than that, we're, we're, we're declaring and proclaiming to the world and as we coronate Hashem and we pray to Hashem. There's a melech in the world. Hashem is the melech in the world. Do you know what that does? It doesn't just transform us. It transforms the world. It changes everything um, around us and everything that we do, everything that we do around us. That's the koyach uh, of tefillah. That's the strength of, 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 of tefillah. Next week, we're going to pick up with kavana. And tefillah. But Rabbi Yisrael, we just we stress two things. The gradless, the greatness of tefillah today, and the power of prayer. The power of tefillah. The koychash of tefillah, to change ourselves, to change the world. Every day is always precious. Every shachris, every mincha that we daven, 
every Ladavar Hashem Uri, we, we say, is always precious. But now, as when Hashem is Hashemelech Basada, now when everything in the world is going to be decided, as I mentioned, the biggest lesson covert for many of us is that nothing is guaranteed. Right? And by the way, that's not nothing guaranteed. It's for the world. You just think of like, whether it's elections in the world, or which Eretz Yisrael is about to have an election. And really, you know, it's not Netanyahu group versus anti-Netanyahu group. It's primarily people who want Hashem. I'm not saying Netanyahu is a tzaddik, far from it. But his camp is much more those who want Torah and mitzvahs, or, 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 and, and the other camp is much more not that way. Just an election could, will change millions of Jews in Israel. And the election right now is locked. Every election, 60-60, 59-61, it can change like in a hair's breadth. One thing could change that whole election. It will affect millions of Jews. Right? We, have, we live in a world where, where, the, where the morality, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're, we're, we're living in a, in a world getting closer and closer to what Mitzrayim was, what Egypt, what study, what Amira was. And for Claudius, so for the world, I feel it's make a tremendous difference. Tremendous difference. We both say we, we need right now, 19, 18 days, every day, working on Tefillah, preparing ourselves for Rosh Hashanah, for Yom Kippur. Uh, and, and the key, really the key to the bracha and then every day in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is Tefillah, is prayer. So I, I'm going to just you know pick up on this next week. I did jump to this for, for myself at, as well, because I also need to mechazik my tefillah. I, w- I would just tell you a couple it's very easy things to do. is come a little earlier and stay a little later. That's a very don't make to prepare, plan around that you should have more time to daven, and 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 think of what's ahead of you. You know, I, if you would imagine that the, your court case is coming up, there's a guy I see. Probably made some mistakes, and I see this guy crying in his tefillah because yeah, he has a real court case. So white, white, white crime, uh, civil law, and I don't know. I'm not judging the person. I'm, I'm uh, Hashem will judge him in Shemayim, and the court a judge will judge him in this world. But I see that guy davening, and I'm looking at this guy, and I don't see him too often. I don't daven that show, but I see when I do get guys crying because he knows his fate's going to be decided. We need to take every word of tefillah to realize our power. Our power that all of our tefillah could change ourselves, the world, our families, all of time. Our power of tefillah, and to realize the power of tefillah and obligation of tefillah as well. If we do that, even a little bit, we will change all of our future and all the world. Okay, hold okay. there.